At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, you heard the man. It is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM here on VSIN, the sports betting network. A beautiful card, week seven, college football. A great day of college football ahead. As we welcome you in, we get into the meat of conference play, of course. Michael Lombardi there, hanging out on the throne in New Jersey at the Borgata. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles, and we start by saying hi to the big guy. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Patrick. How are you today? Great Saturday great. college football. Great weather. Great time. I mean, you know, Tennessee's, imp- you know, it's great to see Tennessee back and being relevant in the Southeast Conference once again. I think it's awesome. General Nealon would be very happy about all this. Well, <laughs> and Phil Fulmer and the whole crew down in Knoxville. Again, what is it? 310 miles that separate Tuscaloosa and Knoxville. And this is a rivalry that goes way back. However, domination from Alabama. Again, you've got Alabama 3, Tennessee 6. And this is 15 straight for Nick Saban in Alabama over Tennessee. He's winning by an average of 26. However, this year could be a different story. The question, will Bryce Young go or will he not? We think we have the answer. This number has jumped up to nine this morning. That is the assumption, I'm guessing, Michael Lombardi, you believe that Bryce Young is going to be a go with that AC joint in the shoulder today for Alabama. Right, and I think this, Patrick, I think, you know, Chrissy Andrews and and, and the South Point, you know, when we had Vinny on yesterday, Vinny said they set this game as a game of the year at seven. Remarkable how, how they were able to get that line. Now, when they set that line, Bryce Young was healthy. They didn't even know how good Tennessee was going to be, and they set that line almost perfectly. I think this is people think everybody knows Bryce Young is going to play, and and that, that that's why it's starting to move towards Alabama and, and laying more points. I mean, originally, when I first looked at this, uh, it was good. I thought the line was going to open at 9.5, and, and it opened at 7.5. At so I think it's moving back to the original opening line. I, th- I think you're 100% right. And qu- look, there is going to be some questions about his durability during the game and how healthy is Bryce Young. You can attack this Tennessee defense by throwing the football. They're 11th in the country against the rush. That's why if Alabama does start the freshman in Milrow, who had three turnovers last week against AM, that was a very, very evenly – like. Alabama played its best football game of the year and barely beat A&M, and it was because of the quarterback last week. Milrow, Young, that is a big exchange here for Alabama. 
No, no doubt. And I think that that, to me, is the reason why we know this line's moving. Because if, if Milrow was playing, the line would have moved a little bit towards Tennessee, right? So I, I, I think we know that. You know, and, and so I think that's ultimately the situation here. And, and there's no way anybody's betting Alabama, based on what they saw last week, to beat Tennessee if Milrow's going to play because he's so one-dimensional. And they turned the ball over. I mean, look, they, they – they still beat tennis. They still beat A and M, the great Jimbo Fisher, by the way, with with the <laughs> with with the ability to, and they turned the ball over and they made ultimate mistakes, and so they still were able to win the game in there. And, and frankly, the game wasn't as close uh, as uh, to me. The game should have come down to the last play. They should have won that before. So Tennessee is the most public side today. That means everybody is on Rocky Top. 76% of the bets being reported BetMGM, 86% of the money being reported over at BetMGM on Tennessee today. It's interesting. Tennessee, you know, they're a plus five in the turnover margin. You know what Alabama is this year? They're minus six. So yeah. Hendon Hooker, of course, Josh Heupel, this is a different diversified offensive attack. They can beat you on the ground. They can beat you with chunk plays through the air. This is a legitimate in offense, Michael. No doubt. No, and they play so fast. But they play, They, you know, sometimes when teams play fast, I think they play out of control. You know, one of the things I hate in, in football is when, when teams play fast and they get to the line, they run a play that's a bad play. They play fast, but they play good. They run good plays. They don't play out of control fast. And I think there's a distinction here that you have to make when you're watching it. It's like, yeah, we want to play fast, but we don't want to run a bad play. And that's where I think Heupel's done a really good job. And the other thing I think when you play this style, your defense is always at a disadvantage, right? Because there's never any toughness to your defense. And so we're going to find out today how good Tennessee's defense is because they're going to get smacked in the mouth with the running backs from Alabama and their ability to control the front. So, you know, I think that's going to be the key to the game is how, we're going to find out how tough Tennessee is. And, and yeah, I'm not saying they're the not tough. I'm not saying they're not tough at all. I'm just saying when you run this style of offense, do you have a tendency not to be tough? Yeah, you, you mentioned the tempo, Michael, and that's what Hypo likes to do. I was digging through Saban's numbers last night. Uh, traditionally, against teams that do go tempo, he plays very well. So Nick Saban's not going to be fooled by the tempo. Uh, you mentioned the running attack, Bama and Gibbs, 360 over his last two, the Georgia Tech transfer. He's been awesome. And also this Bama defense, you know, Will Anderson and the crew kind of peaking at the right time. Again, against A&M, I think you said it perfectly. That should have been over long before it was quarterback kind of kept A&M in it, that being the Alabama quarterback. We're expecting to see Bryce Young. Again, it's not official, but he's gotten much better throughout the week. So that's Alabama, Tennessee. The total, by the way, I don't know if you have a take on this, open 66. We're up to 66 and a half, 67 at a couple of shops, Bama, Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, that that's the – I think if you're Nick, you got to control the pace of the game, right? You know their goal is to get so many plays in, right? But when you break these two teams down offensively and defensively, let's just go by points per play. I mean, you would think Tennessee would have the advantage there. No, Alabama does. You would think that opponent points per play, right? Alabama has a distinct advantage. But where they have an advantage for as great as Tennessee offense is, Alabama, even though we know they've struggled against big plays, uh, making big plays with their receivers, they still average 7-3 per play. Tennessee, 7-1. So you say, well, different level of comp. No, they're all playing about the same level of comp. So, look, I think home field's going to matter here. I think if you've ever been to a – if you've ever been to a game like like – in, in in Tennessee, I mean, it's somewhat remarkable. It really is. It's it's unbelievable. The crowd noise, the the venues, incredible. I, I think to me, Alabama's got it. This is going to be an experience unlike any other. Usually, Alabama dominates this. I think you said before the show what they've won 15 straight. This one's first quarter is going to be a little bit harder for Alabama to get control. I'll tell you what, we'll get, we'll, we'll get in the boat. You fire up your boat there, Ocean City. We'll go down to Knoxville. We'll pull up. We'll have a couple of cocktails. We'll go to the game. It is oh. one of the great venues in college football. It, it's almost right. been slept on. It sits on right on that they, river. People don't realize gorgeous. it. It sits, it's gorgeous. And, and there was a time, and I don't know if this is still true, but there was a time where this stadium was the third largest city in Tennessee. Think about that. <laughs> I always love hey. that nugget. Now, I love because that's how. I mean, this is back when 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 Johnny Majors was coaching. This is back when 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 they were you know when they were they had some so many great teams. I mean, this is an historic franchise of college football. Tennessee Volunteers, they really are, and it's great it really to have is. them back. 
It's great it to really have is. them back. And so sure. to me, you know, and that venue and the way they play and the volunteers, it's just – and when they play Rocky Top, wow. It's, it's a you lot know, of orange well, coming at you. It, <laughs> Shout to T. Martin. One thing I will say, I, I'm going to adjust. If Milrow is in, you know, they go to that zone read running the football a lot, I'll immediately hit the under because Saban's going to have a completely different game plan. I wouldn't say completely, but the game plan would be a, a bit different with Milrow in there where he's going to want to slow it down. And you know what Tennessee wants to do? Take advantage of a turnover, hit a couple of big plays, and kind of let that crowd overwhelm Alabama. You know, Alabama on the road is turning into a thing, meaning – most betters are starting to look into these metrics and numbers, Alabama on the road, and wondering what the issue is. So that is just something I'm going to throw right. out there to you. It could be a thing. Well, I mean, look, the Arkansas game, they had the bad for their quarter, and they came back in the fourth. They're playing against a defense that's 82nd in the nation, 87th in the nation in relative scoring defense. So they can move the ball. And, again, these games are all about pace and control. You know, we hear about it in basketball. i got to play this game a certain way to beat them. Well, Alabama has to play a certain way. They don't want to get into the necessary track meet with this team because then it comes down to a play or two. They've got to control the pace of the game. And, look, what, the other thing that gets you in trouble when, you play, when you're in Alabama and Nick Saban, he wants to adjust to adjust, right? So when they come out there, he's going to have to play what he calls – because he's not going to have time to make a lot of checks. And if right. we start to see the defensive players turn into one another to communicate, that's going to be a problem for Alabama because Tennessee sees that, right? Josh Heupel's really smart. He knows Nick's got a check to check to everything, right? You offset the back. Here's what we're checked. Check this, check that, right? When you listen to him explain the game, like if you go back and listen to him explain the last play at A&M, he kind of walks you through it all, but he also walks you through all his checks and adjustments a little bit. That is hard to communicate on the road, and it's hard to communicate when you're playing against a fast-paced team like Tennessee. So they're going to have to come out and just say, okay, we're going to play two inside technique with you know, however they play it, and they're going to have to play it. I like what you said about Heupel and that tempo being concerted because some teams just go fast to kind of keep you off balance. Everything is purposeful with Tennessee. Listen, that 40-13 yeah. beatdown at LSU, that was no fluke. They dominated that game, Tennessee, uh, at LSU last week. I mean, look, it, it is about – it's really about – strategic tempo it's not just tempo I think we get caught up with just tempo right let's play fast okay you know when I was a young scout and I was was starting on the road everybody wanted to be BYU everybody wanted to duplicate the Lavelle Edwards offense that was the that was in vogue in the early 80s right well it's great but the problem was you couldn't get any complete and they weren't getting as many completions as BYU was so you couldn't really duplicate it so everybody's trying to duplicate tempo but they don't understand that it's not just play fast it's execute and play fast it's strategic tempo and I think Hypel has set the really he set the trend on this he's got it mastered he understands it and they don't run bad plays you don't see him run a wasted play whereas sometimes you see teams that run tempo they do listen Michael Lombardi Ty Detmer ain't walking through that door your boy John <laughs> Beck he ain't walking through that door, right? This is TC. This is literally, again, we haven't seen a weekend like this week seven in college football since 1993. So get the stakes on the grill. Well, just enjoy yourself. You don't have to relight the fire. You had the bonfire last night at we gotta Casa de Lombardi. We're going to get it going again. <laughs> All day we'll be out there. We'll be working it. Three undefeated teams, three matchups of undefeateds. That hasn't happened since 93. We're back with Penn State, Michigan next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, horse racing bettors, pay attention. I got some winners for you from Express Bet Handicapper Jeff Siegel. Both Santa Anita today. In the first, he likes the two horse, Danielle's Magic, at five to two. And in the second race, Jeff Siegel has the five horse, Toto Fino, on top at eight to five. Bet those races and more at First Bet, VSIN's preferred horse racing app. Get $10 free as soon as you sign up. And then also, if you use the code HORSE200, you get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $200. Again, First Bet's the best. 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. The First Bet app is the easiest to use in the industry. For more information, go to vcin.com slash horses. That's vcin.com slash horses. Okay, we welcome you back here. Lombardi Line is a huge football weekend, not just on the Lombardi Line, but across the board here on vcin, the sports betting network. He's Michael Lombardi, live from the Borgata there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. I mentioned unprecedented. I mean, this is a huge day in college football, week seven. So, Three matchups featuring undefeated teams in Week 7. We haven't had that since 1993. You've got Bama, Tennessee, Michael, who we just discussed. We're going to talk about Penn State and Michigan. Oklahoma State and the surprising TCU Horn Frogs. We're going to get to them. Plus, you've got three other ranked versus ranked games, including your Mississippi State team at Kentucky. So it's just a big, huge big day one. in college football. Big one. Mike Leach got to go into got to go into Lexington. That's going to be a big one there, especially with Kentucky bouncing off of a couple big losses. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great college college football weekend. Kent State versus Toledo is another game that'll be on the TV set today. Got to watch the Kent State Golden <laughs> Flashes here. So, yeah, I mean, look, you can't you can't pass up a MAC game. Let's be real clear no. here. I mean, you gotta you gotta pay attention to the MAC. So. Great, great. This is what it's all about, Patrick. That's why, as Parcel says, that's why we lift all them weights. You can still Clemson, Florida State. I mean, that's another one that kind of, you know, it's the, the, they're not as dominant as they once were. But to me, it's, it's still, these are a lot of great games. It's a big spot for Franklin and Penn State on the road at the Big House. Let's go another top 10 matchup. Penn State 10, Michigan 5. This number open, you know, six and a half, seven. I think the South Point said they opened seven. That hasn't budged. We're sitting seven blanketed across the board at essentially every single shop with Michigan laying it. You know, what's funny about Penn State. Manny Diaz has done a hell of a job with that yeah. defense first yeah. year as a defensive coordinator. But also Sean Clifford, we joke about him essentially starting since 1993 when Joe Pa was there but what's the difference this year for Penn State the difference this year for Penn State is the two backs Singleton and Allen they run the ball extremely well and they cause havoc up front with that front seven on defense Penn State you know, I, I, you took the words right out of my – I mean, Manny Diaz has done a really good job. This is the fifth best scoring defense in the country. You know, and you say, well, have they played anybody? Well, okay, you know, they, you know, they, their, their schedule to start off the year wasn't very difficult. But they, they are really a good team. You know, they are able to – they are able to – get control of the running game, which is, again, Michigan with Blake Corum. That's what they want to do as well. They want to run the football. Correct. You know, and this is two good defensive teams. You know, Michigan's, excuse me, Michigan's fifth in the country in relative scoring defense. Penn State's 13th. You know, Michigan gives up 11 points a game. They give up 14. 
So, you know, and what Penn State has done a great job is they're the fifth best rushing defense. And, you know, one thing about rushing defense, when you look at that number, you say, okay, they can stop. Well, there's another number that peels back when the yards don't matter. That's called relative rush defense. When you're really playing against the clock, they're 13th in the country in that area. So they can stop the run. This is going to be, to me, this is an old-fashioned, you might as well put Joe Paul and Bo out there because this is what it's going to be. Who runs the ball is going to win and what quarterback protects the ball. J.J. McCarthy or Sean Clifford. I think for to start the day off is a great, great way to go. It's going to be, to me, I think the unders in play. I think it's going to be a fun, a defensive fun game to watch old school. Can I get a, can I get a result out of James Franklin? Was he going to USC? Was he going to take an SEC job? James Franklin is 0-8 on the road against top five opponents at Penn State. This is a huge spot for Franklin. Not much was expected of this Penn State team coming in, so he didn't have the expectations. Again, I told you the record on the road against top five opponents. He hasn't been good against ranked opponents there at Penn State. This is a huge spot for Penn State against a Michigan team that's very, very good but beatable. You know, they are beatable, and they're not as good as they were last year, but they're playing well, and they play as a team. And I think the fact that they went into Auburn. Now, if you look at the score of the Auburn-Penn State game, it looks like, oh, my gosh, that was a rout. Now, that was a close game until the second, third quarter, right? Penn State took the game over, made explosive plays in the running game. But I think that game prepared them for this game. Because you go into Auburn, you know, it was still early in the season. It was in the middle of September. There were crowd noise. You know, the Auburn fans were into the game. It kind of prepares you to go into the big house and see what you can accomplish. And I think what Franklin's done a good job of is trying to move this team from being about Sean Clifford to being about the two running backs. It's going to be windy. It's not going to be crazy. You're going to have 15-mile-an-hour sustained winds, gust around 25 there at the big house. You know, you mentioned Blake Corum, who is part of that Heisman conversation. He's been awesome. And then the quarterback, remember, McNamara is injured, so J.J. McCarthy, this is his team. Been up and down, right? He was good last week against Indiana, 304, two touchdowns. He can run the the football as well, and that's important because you got to get outside against this good Penn State rush that comes up the middle. They're very stout up front. Yeah, no doubt. And look, you know, Penn State is going to try to make it McCarthy beat them. That's essentially both teams have the same game plan. That's what makes the game so fascinating. Both teams have to stop the run and make which quarterback's the better quarterback in the game. You know, and that's why the line hasn't really moved because I'm not sure anybody has the answer to that. You know, I mean, Penn State. You know, they haven't really – I mean, last week, 17-7 against Northwestern. I think if that game was a blowout, I think this line would have been a little bit less. But because of that, I don't see – I think the line stayed at seven. And, look, let's face it. I mean, Indiana, that was a close game and a half. Michigan took it over. Iowa was a close game. They took it over. Maryland was a close game. They won at the end. They played three games at Michigan where against really not great teams, Maryland, Iowa, and Indiana. And every one of those games were close until the fourth quarter when Michigan took it over. That's why I think the line's a little large. I think you got to, I think Penn State in seven is, is really almost a gift, Patrick. You know, it's funny. Clifford, this is his 20th year starting there at Penn State. I know the jokes are easy, but his efficiency numbers are down this year. And he's prone to the big turnover. That is the concern for me. Look, I, I just I just don't trust Clifford, and you know Michigan. I, 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 smart, I, I right? Don't can you, can yeah, you I trust don't know him? How you can. I mean, we, the one thing about these guys like the Martinez and Cliffords that played for 15 years, you know, whatever happened to amateur sports? I mean, they played forever, right? Like we've seen so much of them. They're like pro players now. We we have a, we have built up resistance to really trust them in big games. Do you trust <laughs> Zach Zach Wilson and, t- and and Green Bay tomorrow? I don't know about that. You know, like I'm not sure. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, you get built up there we've seen them so often it's it's hard to build trust Michigan held Indiana and Iowa a combined 49 attempts for 54 yards I think that bodes well I do like the under 24 and a half in the first half Michael I think it's going to be ugly two teams trying to figure each other out both teams are going to try to establish the run in the first half and then like you saw last week uh, against Indiana Michigan kind of went on went went nuts you mentioned it yesterday on the show in the second half Michigan did not play well in the first half they haven't played well. I, I don't think in the last three weeks they've played well in at, 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 at 
any points of those three games, but they have found a way to win and play well at the end, right? I, I, to me, there, there's two ways to look at it. They're not as good, and they're playing to the, the level of the opponent, or they just are like a great boxer that wears out their opponent and takes the game over in the fourth quarter. How you want to look at it is going to how you bet this game. To me, and I think a lot of it's going to come down to McCarthy, I think the other thing, too, is, is these two coaches – are not your typical, hey, I don't care, I'm going for it. They're they're going to play it conservatively in the first half. I agree with you. I think they're not going to let the game get away from either one of them or lose the game. These games like this, Alabama-Tennessee, Penn State-Michigan, you can't lose the game in the first half. You, you can't make decisions. Yeah, you can't pull a Kevin Stefanski and go for it in your own 25-yard line. you got to be smart and not lose the game in the first half. How about the two new defensive coordinators there at Michigan and also Penn State? Lost some talent at Michigan, of course, the two edges that are in the NFL. I haven't really taken a step back. And then we mentioned Diaz, who was overmatched as the Miami head coach. But he can run a defense, and his defenses cause havoc. So, again, I, I, I love the 24-and-a-half under that first half. The second half could be a different story, maybe make an adjustment. Uh, but that's Penn State, Michigan. And how about James Franklin, just to kind of set up where we started here? He needs a win like this. This is enough yeah, really talk does. from Franklin and trying to fight the student body. It's time for him to step up with this Penn State team. No doubt. I think this is, you know, this is going to go a long way. Can either one of these teams beat Ohio State, Patrick? Uh, no, no. No, 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 no. Yeah. C.J. Stroud is starting to do some ridiculous things. And Ohio State, after the first game of the year where they kind of look clunky against Notre Dame, uh, offensively they ain't clunky anymore. And they've dealt with injuries as well. Ohio State is clicking. I do not think Michigan, nor do I think Penn State, can beat Ohio State. No. To right, and we're going to learn. And, and I, no, I don't. And I, and I think this is a game for second place. I really do. And I think that's going to be critical because if you're in third place, you're not getting a very good bowl game, right? So – I think that's, to me, this, is, this game has a huge significance to the January. A hundred percent. Did you think TCU would be undefeated? I'll answer that quickly. No, you didn't. Sonny Dykes, year no, one. of course not. Air raid, dug in, wasn't even supposed to be the starter at quarterback, and they're flying right now. When we come back, we're going to touch on Oklahoma State TCU. You've got a number. TCU, how about this? They're laying four and a half with Gundy and Oklahoma State in town. Gundy, he's the, the best. <laughs> he's he's, the, he's the unbelievable. The Gundy, Gundy's the best. I mean, everybody Brooks writes them off, and they just keep winning. We're back, Oklahoma State, TCU, Lombardi Line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the association right around the corner, the NBA, the VSIN NBA betting guide just dropped. It's awesome. It is absolutely full of information for betters, playoff title predictions, VEASAN experts, JVT. We've got you covered. Five betting tips for beginning NBA betters. Remember, you have to be a VEASAN pro to get the NBA betting guide and all of our guides. It's very simple to become a pro. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Again, the VEASAN NBA betting guide is out. Don't head into the NBA season without checking this out. It is awesome. We got you back here on the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey at the Borgata. I'm Patrick Maher, a huge week seven in college football. Our buddy Jick Jack Johnson is going to join coming up in about 12 minutes. What's the weather? Actually didn't check on Atlantic City this morning. What's the weather Beautiful like over day. there, Michael? Gorgeous weekend back here. It's going to be really nice for the Eagle-Cowboy game tomorrow. Uh, you know, it's it's perfect fall day back on the East Coast. It's almost a beach day. It's that nice. So, you know, there'll be no problems with the weather. I, I can't imagine anything. And, you know, there's a lot of – look, the Phillies are the Phillies won yesterday. There is a lot of energy in this area with the Phillies and then the Eagles playing tonight. And, of course, the Sixers starting their season, which we'll talk about later, Patrick. <laughs> Which you just all of a sudden sounded crestfallen yeah. when bringing up your Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, okay, I mentioned three matchups featuring undefeated teams in college football. Week 7, we haven't seen it since 1993. Bama, Tennessee, Penn State, Michigan. Now we get to Oklahoma State, TCU. Oklahoma State, TCU. TCU being undefeated and Sonny Dykes' first year is just an awesome story. We've got a number of four and a half with TCU laying it. And here comes Oklahoma State off that shootout against Texas Tech where their defense was on the field a lot, Michael Lombardi. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I thought Tech could have won the game. You know, the quarterback got hurt. He kind of was was what limited his mobility late in the game, and I think Texas Tech, I mean, excuse me, Oklahoma State took advantage of that. And when you break this game down, I don't think people in this country realize how good TCU is offensively. Like, they are explosive. As we talked about on the break, their receiving core, they've got big receivers that can run. And the quarterback gets the ball to them. I mean, they've averaged 7.7 yards per play. As comparison, Oklahoma State averages 5.4 yards per play. And they average 0.65 points per play. That's pretty remarkable, right? So they are an explosive offense that does it both ways. They're the second best team in the country running the football, right? They're the first best team in the country in yards per play. And they're the, the best team in the country in pass yards per play. So this is really going to be a challenge. And when you watch the Texas Tech game, as Texas Tech moved the ball, it exposed Oklahoma State's defense. You know, like if you break down the two defenses in this game, TCU's the better defense by far. And so I think this is going to be a huge challenge for Oklahoma State today. It's not just dug in the quarterback there. Sonny Dykes' offense can keep you off balance, but they have probably – uh, right now, five legit wide receivers. They're so explosive, oh TCU God. on offense. Listen, they're averaging 530 yards per game, 46 points per. I mentioned the speed, the explosiveness, and I just like their offense too much. Off that win at Kansas, coming back home against a tired Oklahoma State defense. Now, Oklahoma State's defense, which was exceptional last year, hasn't been as good, but the pass rush is the best in the Big 12. So they're still getting it done defensively. It's just, do you and I believe in Spencer Sanders, the quarterback at Oklahoma State? That is the question. Do you believe in yeah. Sanders? No, I don't. I don't. But I, but I, for somehow, Gundy has finds ways to win games. I mean, last week when I'm watching, because I fell in love with the with the quarterback Morton from from Texas Tech, you know, and he when he was moving the ball, they were moving the ball effectively all over the field, and then they just kind of he got hurt, ran out of gas. He was replacing Donovan Smith, who was the starting quarterback at one time. I just think, to me, this is a tough matchup for Oklahoma State, especially, as you said, they're going into TCU. The place is going to be really lights out. It's going to be a big game. The line moved from three to four and a half. I mean, I think this is going to tax everything within the Oklahoma State program, and I just think TCU's receivers are better than the, the Texas Tech receivers, and this quarterback seems to make plays. You know, he's the Iowa player of the year, Dugans, and, he, you know, he's been there. We, you and I both thought he transferred in. He's been there so damn long. You know, we know we've seen him somewhere, but that's, they've gotten – They've got this offense in great rhythm. They really have. And, and it's a fun offense. To me, there's two fun offenses to watch, and they played last week. Kansas is fun to watch, and so is TCU. But these TCU receivers now, they're going to be playing on Sunday. Oh, 100%. And that's what Dykes did as soon as he got there. You know the most important thing now because the transfer portal is so flexible. You know what he, what he did by keeping a lot of that talent, specifically the skill position, to stay at TCU was huge. I'm taking a look at the splits right now. Oklahoma State, 69% of the bets. As, yet, as you mentioned, we saw the number go TCU 3.5 to 4.5. So even though the numbers and the percentages over at BetMGM on Oklahoma State, TCU, the number continues to go their way yeah it really does it looks like it's uh, it, it is to me when you break down the matchup statistically now both teams played hard games last week we understand that 38 31 winner at kansas you know they had it they, they had to come from i mean but kansas is driving the ball at the end of the game there they got a chance to tie it up mm -hmm. they couldn't convert you know so they're moving the football on them and they lost their quarterback in that game benefit to tcu you know I don't know. What is the overtotal in this one? What do we have on an overtotal? Let me get it for you. 68 and a half. I got it. 68 and a half. But to me, that's a lot. But, you know, it's funny. TCU runs the ball so effectively. You would think that would play to an under. But it really doesn't. They play, again, they're another controlled tempo team that they're able to do it. You know, I, I think that under would be in play for me. Okay, take a look at the under. I wanted to transition. That's Oklahoma State TCU. Can't wait for that one. I wanted to trans transition to another ranked matchup, and that's Mississippi State, 16 at Kentucky, yeah. 22. The reason I, I bring this up is because there's two Wills. Will Rogers, who you love there, 
uh, at Mississippi State. He's putting up the numbers, but he's not the prospect that NFL evaluators are salivating over, like Will Levis. And Levis hasn't been putting up the numbers. And remember last week, we talked about that dubious line drop with South Carolina and Kentucky. It was because Levis didn't play. It looks like Levis is on track to play today at home against Mississippi State. But I'll be honest with you. I think Kentucky's a bit of a mirage. As I looked through their numbers last night, they don't really do much right, right? The offensive line hasn't protected. They've dealt with injuries that have killed this team. Their two leading wide receivers, Key and Robinson, are doubtful today. Levis is still banged up. I love this spot for Mississippi State. Yeah, I'm nervous for him, though, because I, I I think to me this morning in the book, there was a lot of chatter about Kentucky, you know, and they're healthy. And Will uh, Levis is going to play today. And and last week, that, that game against Arkansas, Arkansas playing their backup quarterback, you know, I, I felt like Mississippi State's running game was able to really take that game over. Will Rogers made some critical throws and they extended it out. This is a game that I think Mississippi State's going to have to control on the ground like they typically do. And if they can do that, they, they can get they can get. But I think Mississippi State has got to play their best game of defensively. And that's where they've been strong. They have been really good. I mean, they're 37th in the country in points allowed, you know, but they give up their 51st in rush defense when you look at them. So there you can run the football on this Mississippi State team. This is, to me, off a two-game losing streak at Kentucky. This is really their season here. And, and this is like their custard last stand game. And that's what worries me a little bit here in this game. When you break it down and you think, okay, how's this all going to play out? I mean, this, if Mississippi State wins this one, to me, they're for real. Part of the pro tools, remember, when you become a VEASAN pro, are the betting splits. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe to sign up. But one reason I bring that up is because always look to the quarterback when the number starts to drop. And you're taking a look here. Midweek, Mississippi State was up to lane seven at Kentucky. It's all the way down to three and a half. That has everything to do with Levis giving it a go today. He's playing. I mean, I think there's no doubt he's playing. And, and that, to me, is why I think this, that, that people are wanting to bet Kentucky because this is the moment that they have to play really well. Now, look, I, I'll say this. You know, Mike Leach does a great job. I mean, for all the conversation that Leach gets about his pass offense, I mean, which is fourth in the country, I mean, it's still really good. Don't get me wrong. But where he's really good is in terms of controlling the clock. Like, they, they play fast but under control. They play fast but under control. And they're able to control the passing game. They're 74th in the nation in pass per attempt yards, which doesn't mean they're not making explosive plays, but they're getting first downs. What he can't do in this game, Mike Leach, is what he did at LSU, lose the game in the first half when he went for it and when he shouldn't have. He should have just taken the points. That LSU game's one that's going to come back to bite him because he had a chance to win that game, but he went for it too many times on fourth down and cost him. And don't be misled when you think of Leach, because both Mississippi State and Kentucky both play at a slower pace. And frankly, Mississippi State's defense has been great. Kentucky as well. These two teams can defend. It's not just about that air raid with Leach. That's exactly my point, Patrick. I think Leach gets this reputation that he's playing. He wants 130. No, I mean, he controls the game with his run game. I mean, even though when you look at it, I think they're relative. I think they're like 116th in the nation in relative rush offense. You wouldn't know it from watching the game, but he gets three, four, and they're able to keep moving the ball even though they're not making great explosive plays down the field. It's really impressive to watch, especially considering that he never calls a run in the huddle. Every run is audible, too, based on the front. If you're betting Kentucky, keep an eye on Dane Key, and Robinson as well. The two wide receivers, their two best are doubtful. If they give it a go, that's a big bump for a Kentucky Wildcat team that's looking for a win over Mississippi State there in Kentucky. When we come back, we're going to head down to the Bayou. Jick Jack Johnson, Carl Johnson joins us next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... 
in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM customers, if you have a friend who loves sports as much as you do, here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 in bonuses when they sign up through the BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. So this is very simple. You go to BetMGM.com or on the app, and you just click on the Refer a Friend program. Once you do, you send your friend a message. They make a bet. You get 50. They get 50. Free money. Doesn't get better than that at the King of Sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. We got you back. It's a great card here. Week 7 college football Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, we head down to the bayou and talk to the race and sports book director at the Beau Rivage. His name is Carl Johnson, also known as Jick Jack Johnson. What's cracking, Carl? Good morning, buddy. Hey, good morning, guys. Patrick, Michael, how you guys doing today? We are good. We are really good, Carl. I can't imagine how crowded you're going to be and how much action you got going on down there in, in Biloxi with all those Southeast Conference fans uh, hanging around there, you know, as you get ready for this Alabama-Tennessee game. Yeah, I mean, another good card. You know, we had a good card last week. We got a good card this week. Uh, it should be a great day for, for TV watching, yes. Well, let's discuss that because, Carl, you and I were having some fun during the break talking Alabama-Tennessee. Walk through what the Sharps are telling you because I've got Tennessee as the most publicly bet side. The numbers this morning from BetMGM were right around 76% of the bets and 86% of the handle on Tennessee. Looks like Bryce Young is going to give it a go, and I'm seeing most shops sitting nine with Alabama laying it. Where are you, Carl? Yeah, so we opened at seven and a half. Uh, we immediately took uh, sharp and public money on Tennessee. Uh, right now we're at eight and a half, 67 and a half. That, so that totals jumped up a point and a half in the last half hour for us. Uh, but like we were talking off air, th- this is one of the strangest games that I've seen bet in, in a good while. Uh, you know, I, in talking to some of these sharp guys around here, the thought process initially was is that uh, they were going to take a shot at Bryce not playing. So they popped that seven and a half. Um, you know, and then, you know, so now it looks like he's playing. And what they thought was is that if he didn't play, that that line would trickle down to five, five and a half, and then there would be a opportunity for a buyback on the middle. Um, so it, it looks like Bryce is going to play, I mean, based on this number. But we're getting now, we're getting a wave of Alabama money. Uh, so we, there's a there's a ton of money at Tennessee minus seven and a half, and now there's a ton of money on Alabama minus eight and a half. And like I was telling you before uh, we come on, you know, I would I would run to my local book and I would play a a, a correct score an eight point maybe a 31-23, uh, because if that happens, we're going to sweep. Uh, if this line stays where it's at, we're going to hit both sides of it. 
That, that, that is truly amazing. And that, that is, and, and to me, you know, we, we were talking earlier this week, and Chris Andrews at the South Point opened this game up at 7 back in May. And, and it is teetered around there. So they opened the game at 7, figuring Bryce Young was going to play. And, you know, I thought it would, you know, I thought it was going to be more like nine and a half when I first looked at it. But to me, now that it's gone back, I, I can see why you're getting two-way action on this game, particularly the fact that, you know, what Alabama did last week, I understand that they didn't have the quarterback in the game. To me, that, that gives Tennessee some juice and the fact that they're, they're playing at home, which I think is significant, Carl. Yeah, you know, like and like I said, you know, it's just strange because of that initial – I mean, that was a huge wave of money come in on Tennessee originally, and now it's going just the opposite. It, it's it both sharp and public. It's crazy. Let's stick with the SEC, then we'll move on to those other undefeated matchups. But a game that Michael and I were just discussing, Mississippi State-Kentucky. I'm looking forward to this one. The quarterback's going to play because you see that number drop all the way midweek Mississippi State lane at 7 down to 3.5 with Levis most likely to play here, Carl. Yeah, so we opened it at six and a half. Uh, we're at three and a half, fifty and a half. Uh, the money is uh, right now. It's all Kentucky. Seventy-five percent money, forty-five percent tickets on Kentucky. And this this should be a good game. Kentucky's got you know Kentucky's this year has picked up a, a pretty good following of betters. You know, and in past uh -huh. years they didn't get bet too much, but they can be in bet. Yeah, Carl. The, the, when you opened at six and a half, were you expecting Levis to not play? Uh, you know, Mike, I, I think they were expecting him to not play. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, I, I don't know. I think it was just such a, a, a big influx of money. I, I think the people were going to, at least in this region, I think the people were going to bet Kentucky here at, anyway. Yeah, that's, I'll tell you I what happened with true. Kentucky. Michael, you know what happened with Kentucky? When Utah goes to Florida and loses week one, then Kentucky turns around and goes down to Florida and beats Florida. There started to be some momentum with that Kentucky team. And also, yep. when you have a quarterback that's projected into the, uh, obviously, a first rounder in Levis, betters tend to jump on those type of teams, Michael. No doubt. And look, when you go back and watch the Mississippi game that they lost, I mean, they're right there. They're going to win that game. And he had the turnover. He fumbles the ball at the end of the game, and that killed them. I mean, that really killed them. They fought their way back in there. I think they're a good team. I really do. I, I would be all over Kentucky in the points today because I, as much as I love Mississippi State, I think this is going to be a hard game for them to win and play there. Carl Johnson, you getting any Big Ten action down in the Bayou? Penn State, Michigan. I've got seven everywhere. How about you at the Bow? Yeah, opened at seven and a half, and we are at seven and forty-nine. And and yeah, they are getting bet uh, right now. Uh, the money, a little bit of money, is on Penn State. Uh, Sixty percent of the money, about fifty-two percent of the tickets. So yeah, it looks like they're taking the points here. Yeah, I, I mean. You know, look, it, it, to me, I think this is this line is a little bit almost disrespectful, Patrick, to Penn State. I mean, Penn State's played well this year, you know. I mean, I, I just think to me it's too many points. I don't know where Michigan, you know, Indiana close game, Maryland close game, right? Iowa, we know Iowa's not very good, and that's a close game. I, I think seven's way too much, Carl. I, I agree, Mike. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Michigan, Penn State, I mean, I look for this to be a three- or four-point game. And, look, I think Penn State can actually win the game. Yeah, I do, too. I, I do, too. That's why I'm surprised there's been no movement on this game whatsoever. I thought there would be, like, you talked about a lot of Kentucky money coming in. I thought there'd be Penn State. I think what happens is, you, Patrick, you hit the nail on the head. Betters don't trust James Franklin or Sean Clifford. No, no, they don't. I want to talk about yeah. a disrespectful number, boys. USC at Utah. Now, two road losses for Utah. It's different when you play them at home. But, Michael, I, th I think you saw this. There's a hook involved. Utah's laying three and a half against an undefeated USC team, Carl. Yeah, we and we opened there, and that line has been stale. Um, look, I, you know, I, I didn't understand this line. I'm, I'm, you know, if I had to pick one or the two, I'm, I'm all over USC here. Uh, and looks like the uh, the betting pattern here is 60% uh, money, 70% tickets is on the Trojans. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised, you know, as much as I'm surprised by this line completely because I know UCLA is a good team and they're better than expected, even though we thought they were going to lose to South Alabama earlier in the year. But this is disrespectful to USC. I know it's a hard place to play. I know, but I'm shocked that they're the dog in this. How are they the dog? I don't know. I, I'm, 
And I'm surprised nobody's betting USC to move this back. I mean, that's what's strange about college football. If this was the pro number, you would have seen this line move like we do. Here's one yeah. thing I do know. Here's one thing I do know. Carl Johnson employs a runner. It's his wife. My assumption is he's going to have his wife go get down at a couple of shops on USC catching that three and a half, Carl. I, I mean, I like it. I love it. You know, and I also, uh, I, I also lean towards the under a little bit on the game, too. I, I, look, they're not going to stop USC from scoring the points. So, uh, you know, I, and I don't know if, you know, I know Utah's built defensively. I, I don't know if they can keep up. Well, I mean, every every number that you analyze for the game going into this game, USC's better than them in every category, offensively and defensively. There's not even a close, you know. And, and yeah. USC can – I mean, both teams run the ball. I mean, Utah 56% of the time, uh, USC 50% of the time. But the reality of it is, is USC's better defensively. As much as I love Utah and their toughness, to me this is one of those where you look at it and you say, uh-oh, that's a trap. That's a trap. I'm staying out of this one. Yeah, yeah, USC and, and, has some teeth know, on defense. You're right. Go ahead, Carl, please. I was going to say, you know, USC might put more fans in the stadium at Utah than they do at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is valid. We just got a minute left. So one more is the podcast. Of course, Carl Johnson runs the race and sports book down at the Beau Rivage. But the question everybody wants to know is what's on the menu today? That's all oh, we yeah, care about. This is going to be a big day today. This got a big menu day today. Yeah, you know, uh, man, this is a wing day. You know, I hadn't had wings in about a week and a half, two weeks. And, uh, you know, I'm all over some wings. But there, remember, I like them plain where you can dip them on the side. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Big wing day. I mean, that... That that'll be in it. There'll, there'll be a lot of a lot of chickens are going to give up their life for this game for this weekend. I, I can <laughs> yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah I, I catch. You know, I, I catch a lot of flack from Berman because I like my wings plain. You know, he 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 thinks something's wrong with me, which possibly is true. But uh, I'm I'm a dipper. Yeah, ain't, ain't nothing that, wrong that, with it. Ain't, Ain't nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with Carl. With Carl you gotta Johnson. be who you are. You gotta be who yeah. you are, Carl. Hey, if you're a dipper, you're a dipper. That's the way it goes. Carl Johnson on Twitter at Jack Johnson. You're the best, Carl. Have a good Saturday. Thanks, you guys Carl. have a good day. Enjoy. The man, Matt Humans, is next here at Lombardi Line. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.